Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's just me today, me on my lonesome, talking games, movies, TV, stuff from the week. What can I tell you about this week? Um, me complaining about going to the gym. Uh, I actually talk about weight loss for once. Um, and uh, monsters. Yes, that's the other thing, monsters. Before we get started, please do like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop us a review. If you like the podcast, leave us a little review. People love reviews. And uh, generally, just get the podcast shared around. If you've got a friend, loves a podcast, send it their way. That kind of thing. Right, let's get going. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. How you doing? You alright? <clears throat> How's your week going? Are you having a good week? Hopefully you're having a good week. Um, got very warm. It's very warm. It's 64 degrees. According to the computer. Um, apparently it's decided to do stuff in Fahrenheit today. So... 64 degrees Fahrenheit, whatever that's supposed to be. Um, Going to start off with a bit of a moan. Uh, it's been building for a while. Um, as some of you may or may not know, it's, um, it's been one of those things where um, I had the ability to work out at home then had um, work done at the house to um, yeah, ideally create a better space for um, podcasting and for um, better means of working out. So, so that I didn't go without, I had to go uh, and sign up to go to a gym, which... Not ideal. Um, it has its ups and its downs. Oops. A lot more equipment, a lot more options for working out. Can do things in an actual gym that you basically can't do at home. Downs. Well. Well, well, well. Um, so, when I joined this gym... You've got to have an induction. Anytime you join a gym, you've got to have an induction. No matter how many times you say, I've been a member of a gym before. I've been a member of this gym before. Uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. I have to have an induction. Okay. So, uh, I went and the guy showed me around. <clears throat> and at the end of it, he said, have you got any questions? And I said, I've got one question. What are your busiest times? He was like, oh, mm, yeah. Basically said, Monday is a bit of a weird one. It seems to be the busiest day. It's like, okay, I'll bear that in mind. And he said, Busy for busiest times, first thing on the morning, and um, like five o'clock in, in, in the afternoon stroke evening, 
uh, at the busiest times. I was like, right, okay, both of those things make sense. I'll avoid those times because I don't want to come when it's busy. Job done. Uh, I used to, I used to be a member of a different gym, and uh, it was twenty four hours. So I used to go at eleven o'clock at night because a that was a good time for me to go and work out, and b there was about a ninety five percent chance of there being nobody else there. Um, winner, winner. Obviously, not an option at this place. Uh, this place has uh, a daytime sort of times. It's like a, later than I thought it would be, but not. it's not 24 hours. <clears throat> so what they didn't mention is there is another busy time. Now, when I say there's another busy time, I mean... I've never been first thing in the morning, and I've certainly not been at five o'clock in the afternoon. So I don't know what the gym looks like at those times. But what I do know is the time I usually go or would want to go seems quiet to me. So if I compare that to another time that I've been, I can say, oh, this is busier. The other busy time is 12 o'clock. Don't know whether it's like a people getting in like a... A, a workout before lunch or people going on their lunch break who knows but personally i would consider this to be a busy time one of the downsides i found of being a member of a gym is you often find that the people that work in the gym seem to somehow zone in on peak times to work out. Now, one of those things, if it's one of them, yeah, probably not that big a deal. Um, the previous gym I was at, that was never the issue. Um, at this gym... The issue is that, uh, you know, 12 o'clock, what, what I would consider to be one of the peak times, it's not one person that works at the gym. It's like four, more sometimes, all decide to get together and work out at the gym. And then what I'm getting at is possibly one of the worst groups of people you can find working out in a gym is anybody that works there. Because if you work in a gym and you work out at the same gym, what you generally find is those people use that gym like A, a social hangout, and B, they treat the place like shit. Which is baffling to me. So... I went one day and I went and it was 12 o'clock. Now I would avoid this, but every, there's like two days a week when I have to go at 12. There were four staff members and they took up the entire bench press area. How is that a thing? How is that a, a, even a concept? Even if you don't work there, 
A gym wouldn't want an entire area being taken up by a group of people. If you do work there, you would probably know that the gym doesn't want that area taken up by a big group of people. But that was it. That that area was dominated, and it was like some if if there had been like if there had been circuit serving alcohol and there had been loud music playing, you could have mistaken it for it being a bar or even a nightclub. Baffling concept. The gym. One of the things was the gym I used to go to had all these rules. They had a list of rules on the wall, and. The guy, there was a guy there that basically worked his, worked his way up to being manager. And he would work out at peak times in the gym. And he would leave the machines loaded. He would leave weights out. It was one of the most baffling things I'd ever come across. I was just like... You fucking well work here. You're supposedly the manager. In which reality is it okay for you to leave a machine loaded and just walk away? Just walk away. Absolute insanity. So as I said the other day, luckily for me, not a chest day. So it didn't actually directly impact me. But because you've got this giant social gathering going on, you also have to give it a wide berth. So anything that's in and around the area, no, you're not using any of those things. Because what, do you really want to have to deal with five people next to where you're working out? Personally, I'd rather not have anybody next to me when I'm working out. It's just one of those weird things, I guess. Um, one of my favourites today today one member of gym staff was working out today there are essentially three cable machines they're all together And you could look at it that it's six cable machines. The one member of gym staff was managing to utilise all cable machines. All of them. He'd taken a bench over. And and two of the cable machines have a pull-out bench. He was also utilising the pull-out bench. So he had two benches on the go. And was taking up the entire cable machine area. If he didn't work there, that wouldn't be okay. The fact that he does work there makes it doubly not okay. What? I I don't understand. Every single gym in the land should have a rule. If you work here, you can work out for free. As long as it's not at peak times. Simple. Work out after hours. Before hours. How about that as a concept? 
It's like when you see when you see people who work in a supermarket shopping. Like doing a week's worth of shopping. It's like what? Somebody told me they used to work in a supermarket and in their staff room they had a, a till, like a, a an actual checkout. And then people could basically get like their basket or their trolley of shopping and take it to the break room and check it out. Like after after work. Now that that's how it should be done. <sighs> Anyway, um, I've been staying up too late. Now, I know what you're thinking. You just listened to 11 minutes of me ranting about people working out of the gym. I think you're probably working on the principle of no shit. It's put you in a bad mood. Um, I've been staying up too late. Um, for many, 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 many years of my life, um, I didn't get enough sleep for a lot of years. I used to get home at four o'clock in the morning, go to bed and get up at half seven to go to work. For years. Not not like once a week or something. Four years. And that was how I operated. That was my life. In hindsight, not much about that was was a good thing. Um I look back now and I do wonder how I achieved anything, I suppose. Um, so, over the last, I don't know really, four or five years, less, three years, something, I decided it was time to get the sleeping on track. So I think I think I think the point I started trying to sort it, I was going to bed about two, two in the morning, was my average. Um. So I decided to, to try and bring that forward. Um, I'd heard a lot about how um, sleep sleep deprivation can lead to um, Alzheimer's, heavily linked with Alzheimer's. Um, and a whole host of other medical conditions. Personally, I don't need any of those things in my life. So, started out at two thirty, you know, two two thirty. Bring it back. Hard bedtime, two o'clock. Um, that's no good. Dial it back again. Hard bedtime. Half one. Got it down to one. Got it down to um, half twelve. Twelve. When I got the dog, um, that bedtime went up, um, and then steadily I managed to bring it back. So um, twelve o'clock uh, is is the dog's bedtime. Last week. Getting into bed, go to sleep. Um, and then for me, I go off to bed and read. Um, and it took it took a long, long, long time 
but I started to see some benefits. Uh, I didn't feel didn't feel as tired. Didn't feel um, yeah, just was a shortest version. I didn't feel as tired, but I I found that I had slightly better um, coping mechanisms with certain things. When you're tired, you're on a short fuse. When you're tired all the time, guess what? So you know things go hand in hand. Recently. Uh, due to um, some game playing antics, which we will which we will talk about, um, that bedtime's been getting real late. Um, and you know, things have started to creep back in. Not not like the the short fuse or such. More of the noticing, like being like insanely tired. At certain points in time, I had a day last week where I was like, "Holy shit balls!" Um, I was I was cracking an energy drink at four o'clock in the afternoon, um, and I was flagging. I needed to go to bed, um, so it was that that sort of time where I realised this ain't gonna be good. Um, so I've been trying to bring that back under control, bring it back down to. Uh, to a hard 12 o'clock let the dog out um, but then the dog's been messing me around he's been doing the I don't want to go to bed now, I've been asleep all evening um, so I have that to deal with and it's a weird thing it's a weird thing trying to get <laughs> get a bedtime under control I can understand it for a child but my children have <laughs> Very hard bedtimes. Uh, my youngest daughter goes at the pretty much the same time every day. Uh, middle daughter has a very, very specific bedtime, and she's the one that that sticks to her bedtime like glue. Um, my eldest is a bit more fluid. Uh, especially at times like holidays and weekends. It's a bit more fluid, so it's like, eh, it's this sort of time, but, you know, 15 minutes either side is probably not going to kill anybody. Um, so I can understand it from that perspective, but when you're doing it for yourself, um, and like I say, recently, I've had a lot more um, reason to stay up. Um, I'm, I'm hard into the uh, the series of books I'm reading, um the games I've been playing recently have really been uh, I've really been enjoying. Um, it, it's been very difficult to um, yeah to stick to that bedtime, but I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it back. Um, recently, uh, I've mentioned um, buying expensive items. Um, I have recently um, spent money on stuff that I wouldn't normally spend money on. Spend money on stuff that I've fought against for many years or for a very long time. Um, and then recently there's just been a point where I've kind of part caved, part seen the benefit. Um, and I've spent money. Um, I don't want to say that I've then regretted it um, because if I don't say it then it's not real um, 
I can't, I can't, I can't quite put it into words. I can't quite explain it. Um, I bought an, I bought an item that I'd fought for years and years and years. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't want it. Oh, well, you know, maybe. No, no, no. You don't need it. You don't want it. Um, and then I think I spoke about it previously. You find it cheap, then you find a way to bring it down even cheaper, and then you get it even cheaper, and then you find a, a, a voucher or something or other, and then it's like. Well, this item's really cheap now. It'd be rude not to. And I got, I got the item in question. Um, and didn't love it. And I've some of the initial aspects, some of the initial things were the quirks of using the item. Um, but there was a lot to sort of get used to, uh, and I felt for the money I'd spent that that probably wasn't what I felt I should have been doing. Um, so I immediately followed that item up with another expensive purchase. Um, and like is what seems to always be the way, another expensive purchase, another disappointment. Um, Slightly less disappointing, but um, have you ever bought a piece of technology for a specific reason and then gone, oh, it's got all these other options as well, and then it doesn't do the specific reason you bought it for, and a lot of the other options it doesn't do either, and you're like, cool, guess that's that then, um, yeah. That's uh, that's absolutely the scenario that I've ended up with. Um, I had a conversation with a with a close friend of mine. Uh, was inquiring about said item. He said, "Did you get it?" I said, "Yes, I did." He said, "Oh, how are you finding it?" I was like, um, "I hate it." Why? Well, I bought it for these reasons. Okay, I can understand that. What's the problem? I like it doesn't do any of those reasons. It's like, it sounds broken. It's like, yes. Yes, it does. It's like, well, if it's broken, you need to take it back. I said, no. I'm not going to take it back. Because this is my punishment for spending money. In the film Goodfellas, there's that line, for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. For as long as I can remember, I've always had problems with expensive technological items. This goes back to being uh, 11 years old. It's Christmas. I'm 11. I got a Commodore 64 for Christmas. Absolutely the the best thing that, uh, that anybody could have ever expected. I was like, OMFG. Looking back, the box for that item was so big it was insane but anyway it was the only thing I wanted even though the Amiga had come out and I was kind of like oh, I should have probably got the Amiga it it wasn't it wasn't going to be a reality so the Commodore 64 was fine it was fine it was fine uh, it didn't work did not work so, once Christmas has passed, off we go back to the shop. Hi, 
this was a, a Christmas present. Uh, it doesn't work. Oh, which bit doesn't work? No idea. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to replace the main part of it. Okay. So they took the main part away. They're like, it's going to take X amount of time. Uh, and then we'll let you know when we've got it back. And you can, you can come and get it. And I think it was something like three weeks. I was like, okay, three weeks. So three weeks come and go. Oh, we've got your item. Fantastic. We'll come and collect it. Made the trip into town. Picked up the item. Here we go. This should sort it out for you. Cool. Take it home. Plug it all in. And it doesn't work. Back to the shop. Hi. Christmas gift. Christmas was a while ago now. This item still doesn't work. Ah. If it's if it's that, then it's the tape deck. Because yes, back in those days, ladies and gents, computer games came on tape. A cassette tape. I know, right? Uh... Uh, we'll take the cassette, the cassette deck. We'll send that away. Give us another three weeks. And get get a new one back. Long story short, I think there was two of the main units uh, that were that were replaced. Three tape cassette decks. Uh, the cables, like. Uh, Give us the cable. We'll send that away. It took a year. A whole year. To get the Commodore 64 up and running. And eventually, it, it was up and running. Now, admittedly, like I said, and this is not this is not a joke or an exaggeration. It took a whole year to get it up and running. Um, obviously by the time it was up and running, it was super out of date then. Pretty sure we were moments away from getting the Super Nintendo. The, the, um, Mega Drive, stuff like that. Um, so, since then, since I was 11 years old, there has always been something with expensive technological items. Now what we find ourselves what the where we're, where we're at now is I buy these items because I think they're going to be a certain way and I think they're going to do a certain thing and no longer are they necessarily broken. However, if we look at the last two expensive items Safe to say one of them is broken. Doesn't do any of the stuff it's supposed to do. Doesn't do anything it's supposed to do. It barely does one of the things I wanted it to do. So, <laughs> bearing that in mind, what's the solution? You're correct, you are right. Buy another expensive item. That's the solution. That's the right option. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Mr. Money Man, what's with all the expensive shit? 
we're talking I'm talking about like uh, this item was uh, it should have been a hundred pounds and I managed to get a lot of money off it and it ended up being not a hundred pounds uh, still expensive but not by some standards and some other standards I'm not talking about you know I'm not talking about cars here but I just want you to understand I'm not talking about you know thousands and thousands of pounds um that's right decided the best the best move in all of this with the fantastic track record 30 plus years of amazing track records not the shop was to go in third time's jam buy an expensive item um so it's going to take like a week to turn up and there's a part of me that's excited i'm excited about an expensive item more excited about what it is you know the money's not the not the factor it's about what it is um but there is that part of me that is just there going what's what's going to be wrong with it and there are so many different scenarios that i've got going on scenario number one it doesn't work straight off the bat straight out of the gate let's face it it's got to be a 60 percent chance it's gotta be option number two it doesn't fit it's too big so the the item in question has a very specific home and let's face it if it was too big for the home then that's going to be a problem so that's got to be on the list um another favorite something is missing in the construction of the item you go and put it together and there's a bolt missing and then you can't get hold of the bolt uh, how many options was that? Is that four? Uh, what, what were the other ones? Uh, an absolute, absolute, that has to be on the list. I break it whilst putting it together. That's got to be on the list. Anything that requires any kind of construction. It's got to be on the list. My favourite was uh, a little while about a little while ago. I built a chest of drawers, and part of it wouldn't go together, so I gave it a little bit of um, the old uh, brute force and ignorance, and broke it. That that's a standard in this house, so that's got to be on the list. And possibly oh no sorry i was going to give you my last one which is possibly my favorite but i've got another one that's on there um doesn't do the job it's intended gotta remember that one and my final one doesn't actually get used so those are all the things that are going through my head whilst simultaneously trying to be excited about something There you go. 
Do you do this? It's mid to late evening, but it's not late enough. It's not bedtime. So you're like, oh, you know, I need a little something to do. I need a bit of something to do. I need to kill some time. I lost an entire evening to this the other day. Do you go onto Netflix and start looking at options of things to watch? But then just let it play that, like, mini trailer thing. And watch the mini trailer thing. And then move on to the next thing that you might possibly want to watch. And watch the mini trailer thing. I think I lost an hour. I think it was Saturday night. What the Yeah. I think it was Saturday night. The worst night to lose time. Saturday night is sacred. You know. It's it's cheat meal. It's movie. It's it's you know. Saturday night. And I had this this gap of time and I just sat flicking through Netflix watching the little trailer things and I'm sure I lost about an hour of my life. And then I realised, ah, balls, I've just lost an hour. What I should have done, is I should have put the PlayStation on and just played a game instead. Would have been productive, and I know what you're thinking. Really? But, would have been more productive than sitting and watching little trailers on Netflix. But I've realised I do it a lot. Too much, in fact. And I've decided made a decision, tried to better myself, tried to better my life. I've decided I'm no longer going to do it. I've lost far too much time to it. So from now on, if if that's the only option, it's time to find something else to do. Um, I've been dealing with something recently that I never thought I was going to have to deal with. And it's super weird and I may not have dealt with it the, the right way. Um, recently, my youngest daughter um, started doing a little bit of the kind of afraid of the dark. Not, not a hundred percent. We started doing this thing where it's like my bedroom is dark and. Maybe me, I'm like, that's a good thing because you need it to be dark so you can sleep. No, no, no. And then it's, oh, it's too dark. And I'm like, it's not. There's a lot of light in this room. There's light from over there. There's light from over there. The time that you go to bed, it's light outside. There's light there, there, there. You know, it's that kind of thing. When you've got a, you know, they've got an alarm clock. They've got, um, different like lights on different machines and stuff so every night for a week um she's been waking up crying calling for you know either parent kind of thing here's where things went wrong last night I was very much in the, I just want to sit down, I just want to, I just want to have five minutes, 
I just want to I just want to chill out or relax or just have have some time which is wrong when you're a parent because that's not a thing but anyway very soon into the I just want to sit and this is a part of the problem because it was very soon into I just want to sit down crying um, crying out I need my daddy and any other time any other situation any other scenario one of my children fires off I need my daddy and I am running but last night was not the point in time for it so I go stomping off up the stairs can't believe this is every night the usual go in the room what's wrong it's too dark I'm like it's not too dark close your eyes go to sleep I leave the room I shut the door stomp off downstairs 30 seconds later I need my daddy oh this is not this is not it stomp back upstairs open the door what is the problem and here's the thing here's the thing because standing in the room in the dark my daughter fired off a load of stuff and I went huh? she was like there's skeletons it's like what do you mean there's skeletons <laughs> firstly where did you learn the word skeletons and secondly wh- where are they <laughs> Are they behind me? Next thing. There are eyes. I'm like, oh shit. There's a skeleton with eyes. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, where? Where are these eyes? I'm thinking they're behind me. And I'm about to get eaten by a skeleton with eyes. They're on my bed. Eh, okay. A little less. And I was like... There are no skeletons. There are no eyes on your bed. You need to close your eyes so you can go to sleep. It is sleep time. You need to do that. Go to bed. Go to sleep. One of those. I left the room. I came downstairs. I checked the monitor. And she was still. And then... I proceeded to feel awful for the rest of the evening, the rest of the night, and I started my day feeling awful. Now, I don't know if this makes it better or worse, because my daughter started the day with a big hug for daddy. I'm like, oh, that just makes everything worse. Or better. I don't know. And then she went off to preschool. And it was all, oh, I'm going to miss you. Love you. See you soon. And apparently all the way to preschool. Oh, I'm really going to miss daddy today. And it's like, well done, dum-dum. Well done. On one hand, I'm like, maybe it was the tough love that she needed Maybe she just needed a, let's not be silly now, 
just go to sleep. Maybe that's what she needed. But I just felt shit for the rest of the the night as I I have I have done the wrong thing here. Um Maybe it was the push you needed. Or maybe it was the wrong thing. I don't know. I am I am in this I'm in this parent pocket at the moment where every single thing that I do I end up feeling like it's the wrong thing. And I'm like you are not crushing this job. Sort your shit out. And then I move on to the next thing that I think I've done wrong. Does anybody another another one of those things? Does anybody else do this? Monday, as we all know, weigh-in day. Coming up on a crucial milestone. Crucial milestone is I'm three pounds off the lowest I've weighed this year. Worst possible thing, the lowest I weighed this year was literally first week of January. You can go back if you if you're only tuning if you're only tuning in today or recently, you can go back and you can listen to what was happening around Christmas, like through December and, and through January. There was this whole thing about weight, me losing a certain amount of weight, starting the year strong, but ultimately there was this big problem with the fact that I uh, had to had to get new scales and the new scales weighed me at a different weight and it was really demoralizing and I kind of span out of control and then you wake up six months later not six months later you wake up three months later and it's like (sighs) I put on a lot of weight didn't I right let's let's get it shifted and you know as every year passes it's another year harder to lose weight so I'm three pounds off the lowest yeah we're in August don't judge me. No, do judge me. Um, but you know, still kind of a big thing, and I'm still kind of a big thing because <laughs> I'm really overweight. Um, so the dilemma. Here we go. Let's break it down. Monday is weigh-in day. Last week, three pounds to go. Now I wasn't expecting three pounds. Would have been nice to see it. Wasn't expecting it. Here's why. I got complacent. And I got a little bit sketchy around a little bit of this and that. Two days this week I ate something that I shouldn't have done. It was only a, it was only a small thing. It was only like a little snack. Something I shouldn't have done. On another day. And that was maybe a day that was close to weighing in. I made the smooth move to eat something I wasn't supposed to. To add to this, I been a little bit flexible where I shouldn't be. Now we're not talking like bars of chocolate. We're not talking like I don't know what we're talking, you know. So some of the, one of the things I ate was I ate um, a portion 
of crisps. Um, it's a very long story, which I won't bore you with, but I am holding my hands up here. One of the things that I shouldn't have eaten. The other thing I shouldn't have eaten was um, my youngest daughter did a load of baking, and there was uh, there was a bun, and it was like a, it was like a banana, like a cupcake. Um, not super unhealthy. It's come out of one of those like children's cookbooks, so they're always designed to be healthy. You know, the the, the starting base of it is banana, um, but probably not the thing to eat the night before weighing. Hey ho, that's how it goes. So here was my options. Option number one, weirdly, still managed to lose weight. Now what I will say is. Part of the reason that I was a little bit loosey-goosey was because I was absolutely crushing it last week. And I mean crushing it. I was running, and I was running hard. I'm trying to sort out my running because my running is bad. (sighs) Go back and listen to me talking about running the 10k and feeling awful about it. Um, trying to start my running out, so I've been running and actually running. I say two minutes off a run. Think about that for a minute or two. So I'm trying to start my running, and I've been running. I go into the gym. I've been putting the weight up. I've been working hard in the gym. I've been hitting the treadmill in the gym, and and this could have been a, a contributing factor to what I'm about to go through. I went to the gym an extra day. I went to the gym on Saturday, which I normally don't do at the moment. Extra day, crushing the arms, got to get the glamour muscles going, all of that good stuff. So, option one, randomly lost weight, no idea how. Option two, put weight on. Now, I was kind of expecting to see that. I was hoping to have randomly lost some weight, but I was expecting to see an increase. So it's Monday, I've run, I've walked the dog, I've taken all of my clothes off. I go, I stand on the scales, and boom! Option number three, I weigh exactly the same as last week. And I went... Uh, okay. Not, not ideal because what I was looking for was if I'd have weighed more, that's motivation. That's motivation to knock knock off the nonsense and get back on track. If I'd have lost weight, that's kind of like dodging a bullet. That's very much like, hey, you really did dodge a bullet there. Sort your shit out. Get back on track. Nothing, one way or the other, is so... So now what do I do? And obviously, I will sort my life out and I will get back on track. You know, this week I'll be crushing it and getting the getting the eating under control. And maybe we can see some of the, th- the three pounds. <sighs> That's the week. Um, TV-wise, I watched episode 8, 9 and 10 of Sandman. Finishing the series, or 
So everybody thought. Let's talk about episodes 8, 9, and 10. Um, one of those things... I wasn't sure how I felt when the Sandman stopped being the main character. Is all I'm really going to say about that. Um... And as as it went on, I was starting to do that. I don't I don't like this. I'm watching a TV series called The Sandman. Um, however, carrying on with it, persevering with it, I actually I thought it, it worked really well. I thought it was very good. I really enjoyed it. The whole series was really good. It was fantastic. Um, great sort of closer towards the back end um and and that was that sandman done i think it was literally the day after i finished it there's this announcement hey people have been watching sandman you thought that it was just 10 episodes well guess what we've released a bonus episode which is a double episode it was an hour and something long split into two things First one was animated. Now, I was like, that is a bold choice because I'm not 100% sure that all of your audience are going to sit and watch something that's animated. And that also might mean that they might not get to the second part of the episode, which wasn't animated. So the first, uh, the, the animated episode is about cats. Um, it had a, uh, yet again, had a super horrific moment in it where I'm like why would you show me this traumatic to watch hard to watch rest of it was very good but I did feel very much like it's a bold move to go down this kind of this animated route the second part which ended up being the longer part was very much like a, a just a, a another Sandman episode uh, it was a standalone episode. It did tie in to the main ten episodes, um, and I enjoyed it. I've seen a lot of stuff recently that is saying that they've made a lot of changes to it. Um, not gonna lie, I don't, I don't know the Sandman stuff that well. I do know it, but not that well. Um, so I couldn't tell you how how much it's been changed, but apparently people are in an uproar. Kind of feel that's how the the whole series has been. People are just not happy, but for the wrong reasons, or I say the wrong reasons. What do I know? Um, only watched one movie this week for one reason or another. And uh, it's not exactly a new film. Um, Leanne told me recently that she'd never seen The Lost Boys. Uh, and I was like, what? I don't understand what, what, what that means. Uh, it also tied into the fact that The Lost Boys was on Amazon Prime and was uh, due to go off Amazon Prime soon. So I'm like, hey, two birds, one stone, let's watch Lost Boys. One of those things, if you've never seen a film from 1987 and you watch it in 2020, it's probably not going to have 
the same kind of impact. And ultimately, that's the first thing she said when it finished. She was like, I, I, I'm obviously watching it in 2022. And it was made in 1987. So it probably doesn't have the same impact that it did back then. I, having watched that film, it's it's in the hundreds of times. Did watch it this time, I've not seen it for a few years, going, wow. It's a lot tamer in a lot of ways than I remember it being. As I was like, it was, it's very theatrical. You, you, you really don't see a lot of stuff. I don't remember it. I, I know it was one of those films that it just showed you the bare minimum for a lot of it. But it was like, oh wow, there's a lot the I think I just had a lot of questions watching it this time, like why was it done this way? Why was it done that way? Um Personally, still a great film. Personally it holds a special place in my heart. I could tell you a very long story about the film Lost Boys. Uh but I'll spare you that one. Um so yeah, we watched Lost Boys. It was it was a good old Saturday night movie. Um, computer game wise, I know that there was a long time where I was talking about VR um, and not playing it. Then there was a long time where I was talking about playing it, but I was playing a lot of old stuff. And then there was the point where holy shit, it was too warm. Uh, new baby, blah 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 blah. The VR died off. Um, there are going to be some changes coming up in the future, uh, which might change VR playing. Um, but watch this space for that. What I can tell you is I have played some console games. Uh, I'm going to save talking about one of them. Because I don't think I need to. Uh, let's talk about other stuff. Um, Sniper. Now then, let me get it right. Sniper. Ghost Warrior. Contracts 2. Um, I finished it. I'm going to say this. It felt like I finished it a lot sooner than I finished the first one. It felt like it went by in the blink of an eye. But part of me does wonder if that was because of how enjoyable it was. Now, I knew, A, from the edition that I'd bought, and B, from watching some videos, that um, the edition I got of it had the DLCs included, which was additional missions. Uh, turned out, I thought it was one, but it turned out there was actually two additional missions. Uh, I played the first one. It was a very quick one. It was literally shoot two guys kind of thing. Did that. Then found that there was this other mission I didn't even know existed. I'm like, okay, let's get on this. And then, I'm not going to lie, this mission really grated on me. Not for any reason other than the terrain was really tough. The map, not super helpful. And I did feel that... They'd gone, oh, here's another mission. But we've made it harder in the wrong ways. It was just really hard to navigate around the level. And when you got to, like, the bits where you do the shooting, it was really good. 
but getting to those bits took so much out of you that it was like uh, I, I I'm just I'm kind of annoyed more than anything and I think that was that was a big problem um, by the end I was very much like oh man you've kind of made me dislike the game a little bit and I was loving it I really was then came the kicker I'm like hey can't wait to start it again Got all the up- I've got some upgrades but not all of them I want to get the others can't wait to kick this game off from the start again go to the first mission here we go not realising that the, uh, that where um, when you play it through the first time you go through a series of checkpoints when you play it the second time it's like oh do you want to start from the last checkpoint no not really that you can change so that's fine problem you've got is there are absolutely zero benefits to playing the missions again you get almost no money unless you can do the contracts the sniping the assassination whatever you want to call it in a different way to how you did it previously and even if you do the money is low it was like running headfirst into a brick wall i was very much in the camp of i can't wait to start this again and it it just it was just lacking everything i wanted from it and honestly i feel it would have been so simple to get so much more gameplay out of this game by just giving you the option to do the missions over again with all the upgrades i know i'm a, i know i'm a stickler for new game plus i know i'm absolutely obsessed with new game plus but i feel that they've missed a massive opportunity with this game i've googled it there is no mention of new game plus it just says you can play them play the missions again so um, I went to Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Now then, thanks to um, podcast alum Sam Muscroft, I found out that I've actually played these games in the wrong order. I thought, I'd, I, thought I was playing them in the right order. Turns out, not the case. Sniper Ghost Warrior 3, as you'll notice there, doesn't have the contracts as part of its name. And the reason is, is because Sniper Ghost Warrior 3 came before the contracts games so i should have played three and then contracts one and contracts two i haven't done that i've done contracts one two and what i thought was three uh but like i say thanks to sam for correcting me on this one he has pointed out that i'm i'm basically playing them in the wrong order having played the start of sniper ghost warrior three a little while ago i didn't like it and there was a lot about it i didn't like in hindsight, that's because it's three games ago, and it's not as advanced. Went back to it, managed to get through the training mission, which I couldn't get through the first time, and what we end up with is an open-world game. Oh dear, I know what you're thinking. Oh dear, this is not the game we were expecting. However, I persevered a little bit, and I was I was not liking it, I was not enjoying it, it just wasn't like what I wanted, what I was expecting. And any of that, you drive a car. To get around, you drive a car. I'm like, what is this? 
And then all of a sudden, something clicked. And I suddenly went, I actually kind of like this. And I played a bit more. And I went, oh, I kind of see... I kind of see where, you, where you're going with it. I kind of get it. And I was like, yeah, I like this. This isn't that bad. I played it a bit more. And, you know, did some upgrades. Did some um, weapon upgrades. And it's got it's got a strange weapon system. It's very money-reliant. But money's in, in short supply. So it's, it's very strange. Like, I, I've gone into missions with, like, 10 bullets for a sniper rifle. It's like... Yep, game's called Sniper, so this will be fun. And realising, hey, maybe we're going to have to use a different weapon for this. Um, I've played it a fair bit, and touch wood, I am starting to enjoy it a lot more than I was. I think my intention is to play this one and see how far I can get with this, and then I do think I will go back. Part of me is wondering about maybe just starting Contracts 1, two from the start it's going to annoy me to lose the upgrades but it it weirdly it does feel like a better gaming experience um but i will keep you posted because obviously you know hey that's what i talk about on the podcast that's it there we go um bit of a weird one this week some ups some downs some highs some lows Trying some goods, as the dude would say. But that's it for this one. I will catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think's that? Another one done. Another week gone. Poof, tell you something. Time flies when you're listening to podcasts. Before we go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop us a review if you want to drop us a review. And if you're pooling around the internet you could drop in on the website it's thecookiecast.com we've got social media links email button you can find out stuff about the podcast the web page is uh, a little limited but there is stuff there so you know check it out at the very least that's it for this one until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then <laughs>